Hello, I'm Anthony William, and you're listening to the Medical Medium Radio Show, where each week I talk about the most advanced healing information and secrets about health, much of which is not found anywhere else and is decades ahead of what's out there now. And when it comes down to psoriasis, eczema, cystic acne, yes, it's information ahead of what's out there now, and I mean that. In fact, today, I'm exposing first time ever in history, I'm making public what causes psoriasis, what causes eczema. So this is where it's found, right here. You're not going to hear it on the internet. You're not going to see it on the internet. You're not going to see it in any book out there written anywhere. You're not going to find it anywhere or at the doctor's office. It's going to be here today. And so if you're tuned in, stay tuned in because you need to know this information. It's really important. And I've always said, who has 10 or 20 or 30 years to wait for answers? And you know some of the stuff I'm going to be talking about today is going to take 30 years for medical research and medical science to find out what causes psoriasis, what causes eczema. So um, do you have 30 years to wait for that, to get those answers, to know, to be there at the head of the time? And that's why I'm here. That's the whole point of why I'm here, so you can have that information and why we're doing this show. Um, so yeah, life is precious. There's no time to spare. Let's get started in healing now. Today's show is about healing acne eczema and psoriasis we're going to try to get those all done i'm going to do i'm going to do my best it's a lot it's a lot of stuff i might have i might have thrown too much into this one but i'm going to try to cover what i can especially eczema and psoriasis and then acne we'll do what we can and um well we can always do another show if i don't get enough done on it but we'll see we might be able to pull it off the real causes of this chronic skin condition and it's all still largely unknown in medical communities. In fact, what's really funny, you look into it and you'll see it is unknown. So, so many millions of people are suffering with no clear answers. In this episode, I will reveal what's really behind skin conditions like eczema and psoriasis and even acne and how you can begin to heal. Pretty cool. Um, so... You know, remember to go to my website too. I want to mention that, medicalmedium.com, where you can sign up for my free healing path resource source, which I've dedicated hundreds of hours into creating so you could have the foundational tools and information you need to start healing now. I made sure to make it completely free so everyone would have access to this information right away. Just go to my website and sign up today for that instant access a little bit about me. If you don't know who I am or, you know, what's happening here and this is your first time, you know, with the show and everything else, started at the age four, heard a voice perfectly clear, just like someone standing in the room. It's different. It's not like channeling. It's not like that kind of thing. This is like you hearing your friend talk in real time in your ear. So that's how it works. And because of that, it's been this thing where I can get the information for people no matter what I'm doing. doesn't matter if I'm tired, exhausted. doesn't matter if I'm run down. doesn't matter if, I, you know, if, if I'm upset or if I'm sad about something. Spirit will provide the information at all times, nonstop, no matter who's around me, what's going on. And because of that, that medical information that's ahead of, ahead of medical research and medical science's time, I've been able to give that information since a child to people. I've dedicated my entire life doing this, literally doing this and only this my entire life. 
And so that's a little bit about me. I've helped tens of thousands of people heal, find the inf- information they need, like we're doing on this show. So let's go, let's go into the eczema psoriasis. Let's start talking about that right now because I know we have to get this done. Um, so if we're going to talk about eczema and psoriasis, though, I have to tell you something. First of all, fasten your seatbelts, get ready for this because I'm releasing some serious information in this show. This is really serious. If we're going to talk about eczema and psoriasis, then we have to clear the air about the great autoimmune mistake once again. I talked about it recently. You guys know, okay? The reason why I have to talk about this is because eczema and psoriasis, they're classified and listed as autoimmune, which medical communities believe it's your body attacking itself. So medical research, medical science believes your body's attacking itself autoimmunity. So, you know, look, if I went to the doctor because of a rash on my arm that was chronic and I was diagnosed with eczema or psoriasis and was told my body was attacking itself, I would leave the office defeated. I really would. Now, if that was the truth, if that's really how it worked, then okay, fine. At least it's the truth, but it's not the truth. I, I, it's not, and I can prove it in many ways, including helping people heal and all the years I put into it, including the information I have that's advanced. You'll see. You just hang in there. We're going to learn about it all. Um, you know, if I drove home from that doctor's office, of course, I would feel let down, defeated. Your body does not attack itself. And the fact that I have to bring this great mistake up of autoimmune multiple times with almost every illness I have to cover shows me how many of us have been let down, misled, been given misinformation, and truly, this is really that serious and how serious this really is. I mean, think about it. And there's very little known about what causes eczema, for example. So think about it. If you even look up what causes eczema, it's unknown. So how is it even possible to blame your body and say it's attacking itself, destroying your skin, that your T cells are destroying the skin when it's unknown as to anything about the disease or illness or condition whatsoever in medical research and medical science? Think about that one. Think about that. Is that unbelievable? Just kind of think about that for a couple of minutes. Exactly. So when, you know, someone says to me, what does the big medical medium know about, you know, medical research, medical science? I'll tell you, I have the answers from spirit. Thank God. And I've been able to help people. Thank God. And it's that important because what's the, what's the opposite? What's the latter? The latter is unknown, meaning the cause of illness and disease unknown, and we're going to blame it on you. That's the latter. What's the difference there? You want to go that way? So when someone challenges you or challenges you on what you're doing to take care of yourself and all the good stuff you're doing for yourself, they challenge you. What are you going to, are you going to say, okay, so I'm supposed to do the latter. It's unknown and my body's attacking itself and that's it. So that's what you're supposed to do. I mean, come on. So we, we have to, we have to come, we have to be just honest. We have to be honest. We have to be clear. There has to be clarity. There has to be understanding. There has to be compassion with this. (laughs) There has to be all of this. So there's very little unknown about what causes eczema, for example, in the, in the world of medicine. It's thought that your genes, once again, are fouled up or all missing, <laughs> combobulated or bumbling, okay? Like your genes are all messed up. 
So that's actually the other option they have. They think it could be your genes. Listen, that's one of the other great mistakes that I covered recently and, and before. You can't think it's your genes, whatever you do. You think it's your genes, you're just going to get in trouble because it'll, it'll break down your immune system. It will break down your immune system. And, and one of these days, we're going to cover the whole methylation issue, the MTHFR gene mutation, which is actually going by storm, raging through all the alternative doctor's offices right now, and, and even conventional and functional. That is a confusion. Now, yes, there is a methylation problem that we have out there, but the gene mutation test is not what it's cracked up to be. I'm going to have to expose that to help everybody out so we can move forward. But that's a whole other thing. It's about the genes. Anyway, so, you know, basically another thing that the medical communities think that causes eczema psoriasis is allergies. Some kind of allergy to something. I mean, come on, talking about throwing darts at a barn. I mean, really. Um, same with psoriasis. It causes unknown. Um, it's either your genes or it's your white blood count, your T cells that are attacking your skin. Yeah, <laughs> nice theory. Nice theory. Look, I'm sarcastic. I am. I have to admit I'm a little more sarcastic today because I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. We'll talk about why I'm sarcastic. It's, it's coming up. Look. This is once again theory, no real answers, and the best it gets in medical research and medical science is cause unknown. So let's blame you and your body. That's why I'm sarcastic about it, because it's being you're being blamed. So let's blame your genes. Once again, that's why I'm sarcastic, because you're being blamed. Think about that. Today is the day we air out the truth about psoriasis and eczema. And also, we will try to cover some acne today, cystic acne, if we can. So I know the, you know, if you're suffering from that, we're going to do our best. As far as eczema and psoriasis goes, it's a whole different level of suffering. If you are a loved one or a friend is dealing with it, you know different illnesses and symptoms of conditions. People who have created, who people who have been dealing with suffering at different times and levels in different ways. Eczema and psoriasis is a different ballpark. So we all suffer from these different illnesses out there. We, we, you know, different diagnoses, conditions, symptoms, but eczema and psoriasis creates a suffering that sometimes just can't be matched. And, and this is why I have a snarkiness about me and, and some sarcasm about everything because I've seen the suffering. I've seen it for years. I've seen it for decades. If you've had eczema and it's been pretty bad or flared up, if you've had um, psoriasis, you know what I'm talking about. The itchiness is unlike any other. The pain on the skin, unlike any other. The burning, the swelling, in many cases, bleeding is unlike any other, okay, that we've dealt with or deal with. You know, think of the worst case of poison ivy, but then imagine it being chronic, you know, so this is this is a piece of it. This is a piece of the deal of, of why I get kind of snarky, of why I seem like I have an attitude at some times because, you know, it. I've seen the suffering. I know what it is. I know it's a, what it's about. And I've had to help people recover. And, you know, when, when, when the answer out there is only cause unknown, it's your genes or maybe an allergy and your body's attacking itself. And that's all we're given it's not enough. It's just not. And, you know, fine, fine. If it, it, We can't blame anybody if it causes unknown, but we better at least be honest and get out of denial, medical denial, that 
that it's, you know, that they don't have the answer. So we're blaming you. That has to be fixed. It has to be, we have to say, look, we don't know what causes all this, but we have to stop blaming the person. We have to, because it breaks down their immune system. That's what we just talked about in the last immune system show is we talked about that very thing, breaking down the immune system with this, this misinformation. So, um, there are different levels of psoriasis and eczema, you know, mild rash, crack, cracking in the skin, different levels of itching, different levels of bleeding too mild and too really severe. Um, so, and the thing is, is one of the things we have to understand, this is important. This is an important note. There are hundreds of varieties, meaning it's not just always the same. It's not just different levels. There's different varieties of eczema and psoriasis. Different, different shapes, different sizes, different patterns, different, different way it's laid out on the body, different levels of, of um, you know, some, even if some, is, some eczema or some psoriasis is really extreme, it may not bleed. Some does. You know, it's so many different varieties. It's not just like, oh, that's eczema. You know, that's an umbrella word for a hundred varieties of eczema. I'm not exaggerating on that, by the way. I'm not. A hundred varieties of eczema. I am not exaggerating. That is serious. I mean, that's how many different varieties there are as far as with eczema alone. And psoriasis. It's not just plaque psoriasis and and psoriatic arthritis, you know, and and different psoriasis that involves with um, arthritis and non-arthritis and everything else. It's not even just that. There's, There's not those two varieties or three varieties. We're talking... There is over a hundred with psoriasis too. That's how many. So we have to kind of, do we just, we just have to be open to this and to know this. We can't just bury it and hide it like it doesn't exist. Now, the reason why it's not talked about so much is because it'll confuse the bear. It'll confuse everybody and they'll be like, well, what is it? There are a hundred medications then? How come there's not a hundred medications for a hundred different eczemas? The reason why? The only medication for eczema is an immunosuppressive or a steroid. So they, no one cares in the medical science and medical research world. No one really cares to identify different kinds, the different shapes, different sizes, all the different varieties, because they're just going to give a steroid out anyway, or an immunosuppressive uh, drug. They're just going to hand something out. And sure, you know, these things can aid at different times when we're in, we're in crisis, when we don't know how to deal with it, when we don't know how to handle it, and we don't know what we need to do for it. Of course, you know, the, we, we could use these things at different times in our life. And I've seen them help people when they couldn't be helped because they weren't, they weren't given the information. They weren't given what they were supposed to do. But the reason why a hundred varieties is not identified is because that very reason is because they don't have anything to offer. It's just one drug or two drugs and that's it. So why go crazy and trying to really look into this with research and science and fund and funding and getting a lot of immunologists on board and figuring things out. It's just, it's just not worth it for the industry. So, um, but it's worth it to get the answers and to get us in a better place. So, Let's get down to the truth. You know, fasten your seatbelts. I'm with you on this ride. 
and we're going to get down to it. So if you just logged on, we're going into it right now. And if you just logged on, you got to go back and, and to the archive and hear the beginning of the show. You have to. So the real cause and the foundation to it all, eczema and psoriasis, stems from the liver. But it's more than just the liver. And I'm going to explain. So we have to kind of have our thinking caps on because this is going to get a little bit more complex. Um, spirits information can can do that. I try to I try to deliver spirits information in the best way I can um, to try you know trying to overcomplicate something. So we have to hang on for this one. That's what I mean by fasten your seatbelt. So the truth is, it stems from the liver. That's where the cause, or that's where it all begins. It's a liver condition. The reason this is not on the radar of medical research and medical science is because it's not a liver disease. Okay? So you have to understand how medical research and medical science works. Um, if it's not a liver disease that's easily detected with what they use already and not creating something to detect what's really happening, then it's not on the radar. But it's a, it's a liver issue. It stems from the liver. That's what causes this condition. But we're going to go into it deeper. It's more than that. Okay? And, and what happens is when, you know, the doctor tests your liver function, he sees it's normal. That doesn't mean there isn't a problem when they're checking for like liver enzymes, because that really doesn't play that much of a role into psoriasis or eczema until things have gotten too bad. And I'm going to tell you what plays the most role, what plays the biggest, this biggest part of it. So like I said, if the doctor finds, you know, liver enzyme and the function is going good, it's not going to be enough to uncover the deeper, more complicated issues regarding the liver that creates eczema and psoriasis, or both, or one of them. I've seen people with both. So what is wrong with the liver of someone who is dealing with eczema and psoriasis? What is wrong? Well, it's a specific group of toxins that are not known to conventional or alternative medicine and will not be singled out for at least another 30 years or more. But everyone here, I'm sure, doesn't have the 30 years to wait for even the discovery. So we're going to learn about this today, right now. This specific group of toxins is called a dermatoxin. That's what it's called, a dermatoxin. That's what they're going to call it down the road, dermatoxins. Now, you know that I've, a dermatoxin is a toxin that surfaces only to the skin and injures the derma, the deep derma tissue. Okay? That's what the dermatoxin is. I've talked about neurotoxins a lot. Neurotoxins come from viruses such as Epstein-Barr virus or shingles or HHV6 or cytomegalovirus and others. Neurotoxins inflame and affect the nervous system in the body, causing fatigue, anxiety, depression, pain, tingles and numbness, burning, etc. Okay, that's a neurotoxin. So that's different. So I want you to know that. So, uh, you know, I've, spirit's an expert at neurotoxins. 
and has been talking about neurotoxins long before they were talked about. I remember being 10 years old and telling someone they had neurotoxins from spirit, neurotoxins. That was like basically an alien ship landing because never mind 30 years ago telling somebody that they were allergic to wheat. <laughs> that was like an alien ship landing, okay? Because meaning talking about blowing somebody's mind out 30, 35 years ago or more. And so um, so just imagine saying neurotoxin out of a 10-year-old. And that's, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, but dermatoxins, this is a whole nother game. Now, I'm releasing this first time here today. And, uh, you know, I thought about it and I said, you know, everybody just needs to know. So the dermatoxins go to the skin. It's different than the neurotoxin. So I talked about the neurotoxin for a second. I have to go back to that a little bit just so you know there's a difference. The neurotoxin is a virus that's eating a specific food it likes. It could, it, and, or a specific type of metal. Like for instance, if a virus like Epstein-Barr um, feeds off of mercury, it goes to the bathroom releases a neurotoxin. It's like a methyl neurotoxin. And that neurotoxin causes all kinds of tingles and numbness. It causes all kinds of other stuff, depression, anxiety. It inflames the nerves, causes vertigo. You name it. And that's what it does. Okay, so that's a neurotoxin. So dermatoxins are different. They go to the skin. They don't go to the nervous system. So deep underneath the skin in the derma at the bottom base basically it starts there's it's like a dermatoxin acts as a venom and these toxins are highly inflammatory the skin tries to release the toxin and may crack and bleed in the event that is trying to do this it's trying to eliminate the toxin and that even hurts even more okay that's how it works. The neurotoxin is created by a virus, like I told you, that you know, Epstein Barr that eliminates the poison. It's neurotoxic. A dermatoxin is also created by a pathogen. But here's the difference. So understand this. So we have the liver. Remember when I said that? I said the liver is where it all stems from. Okay. Well, the liver has a pathogen in it. It doesn't have to be a specific pathogen. That's what's interesting about this with psoriasis and um, eczema. So a pathogen sits in the liver and it's in there and it creates a dermatoxin by consuming copper. You got to understand that. By consuming copper, that's how eczema and psoriasis is created. It's from a bug consuming and eliminating copper. You won't find that on the internet. You just won't find that there. And you won't find a lot of things that, that I've discovered on and off over the years with spirit, through spirit. And this one here, you're not going to find there either. And, but this is the real root cause. I mean, this is exactly the root cause. It's a pathogen that is consuming copper. Wait till you hear this in the liver, okay? And that copper is also in the liver due to pesticides and herbicide exposure that are not new. So I repeat, not new. So, okay, sure, if you go and eat some conventional produce, 
um, which we're going to talk about next show, by the way. I think the next show, if you eat conventional produce and there's some residue somewhere in there, like if you have some grapes and it's on the skin of the grape and you have that pesticide, you know, it can add into it over time, but it's not the root cause. It's from copper and a pesticide from generations past. It's from your parents, parents. It's from your grandparents, grandparents. Okay? That's what it's from. It's from DDT, starting from 1874. That's what it's from. Okay? And <laughs> even though DDT was, was really put into high use in 1939, it's its forefathers were from 1874 and being used and being used widely. So you have to understand this goes back to 1874. Prior 1874, psoriasis and, 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 and um, psoriasis and eczema was rare. When I mean rare, barely existed. And what existed of it was from copper poisoning from copper pipes. Copper pipes and things of that nature that were just being developed. You know, basically, um, and the industries, copper exposure, copper poisoning from the industries. But the eczema psoriasis boom came out of the pesticide world starting in 1874, okay? And has been passed down from our parents to their parents to their parents. And sometimes, you know, depending how long someone lives, it could be of more than a few generations, depending on, I mean, you know, if they haven't lived that long in certain aspects of the family line, then it could be multiple generations between 1874 on and even earlier. And so this is the root, the root. It's also why babies have eczema. They have copper in the liver, copper in the liver, and the pathogens from the parents and from the parents and from being passed down. Now, the problem here is the copper stops the pesticide or the old DDT from degrading. It stops it from degrading. This is complicated stuff. Basically, the copper stops the rest of the pesticide from minimizing and minimizing and minimizing so that it becomes less and less so eczema and psoriasis fades away in our world. It doesn't fade away because the copper stops it from degrading in every generation passed down. You see how it works? So, and then when there's a pathogen consuming copper in the liver, including copper, we can collect even more, you know, from copper pipes in houses, drinking water out of copper pipes, or if we're getting too many pesticides in us that still have copper in it to some degree, if we're adding to it, it doesn't help. I mean, we're adding new stuff to it, but it's mostly from old, old times. It's passed down generation to generation. This is the confusion of medical research and medical science saying it's hereditary in your genes. That, that's the confusion. I mean, that's how it works. This is simplistic, really. I mean, we're just not there yet. So let's suffer for another hundred years. For I mean, that's really medical research and medical science can't come down to the basics. They do it with heart surgery, though, I'll tell you. And they can re remove aneurysms out of the brain good. 
and they can fix broken bones like they never did before. And they could put a lot of screws and a lot of rods in you that we need. And a lot of, you know, a lot of titanium rods, they can do amazing work. So, you know, and if your gallbladder is about to explode because you haven't taken care of yourself and you're eating too many fried foods and yeah, I mean, if we need the gallbladder out they're they're there and they're ready. So don't get me wrong when, when I really get snarky about things, but when it comes down to chronic illness and the suffering, we have problems. We have holes in the whole, whole thing. There's cracks in the sidewalk. Everything is slipped through. And that's what we're really, you know, airing out. So we'll talk about this copper thing again. So this is from old generations passed down. This is from DDT from generations passed down. The copper keeps the DDT from degrading and other pesticides from degrading. And this is how it works. So, um, and if we collect outside sources, it doesn't help. And if we're hard on our liver anyway, so say you're someone with eczema and psoriasis and you end up getting a free fatty liver because of your diet on top of everything thing, it only makes it worse and compiles it and makes it more difficult. And that's the problem there. So, what here's here's also how it works. So I told you about the, the hereditary factor and and how it gets passed down from relatives and relatives and that's how we get this same issue. Okay. And um but there's also it also works like this. Um when the when the toxins surface to the skin, everybody's different. So a lot of times the patterns change. And pathogens are sometimes different in different people too. So in a family line, you can have a different pathogen in the liver consuming the copper and the old pesticides that won't degrade from generation after generation after generation and will get different markings on the body. The reason why someone has these little spots, tiny little spots with eczema, another person has large patches, another person has entire one patch. It's just all red, just everywhere. Another person has like skin like leather because it's all there. Another person has, you know, one type of psoriasis that flakes off and, and breaks. Another kind doesn't do it at all, but just, you know, swells up. It's all these differences matter to how much of what variety of pesticides in the liver mostly containing to old DDT from the old days. Let me tell you about what they used to do with DDT in the old days. Um, they used to spray it in the streets. And they used to wash the streets down with it. That's what they used to do. They used to wash the parks down with it. They used to spray the entire parks while the kids were playing in it. That's what they used to do. Just with trucks. Just come by with a truck and hose the entire park down while kids were children were playing in the suds and bathing in the suds of it. That's what they did. Not only was it all over food like pesticides are today, you know, which are bad. Of course, the pesticides today are bad. Not only was it over food, but it was considered a nutritional supplement so if it was on your apple then you were going to get healthier you know there were signs in the markets with a child eating an apple okay and and a can of ddt spray next to it saying ddt is good for me so we're talking about it was it was out of control that's our psoriasis and eczema problem of today that's the big part that's developed over the years. Now, of course, our pesticides today, they're, they're no better and they add to it and add to it. It's just that we're not as saturated with them as much for the most part, unless you're getting your lawn sprayed and you're doing other things and getting your house sprayed with insecticides. 
So if you're someone with eczema, it's the first thing you got to do. You have to eat as organic as you can. I mean, you do the best you can. That's, I mean, with the ability that you have, that's the first thing you do. Second thing you do is you make sure there's no insecticides being sprayed in your house. <laughs> don't worry about the ants. You leave the ants. Don't worry. About, <laughs> don't worry about the ants. Okay. And just, or whatever it is. Okay. Just don't worry because <laughs> it can be a lot worse. You keep on getting those sprays inside the house. So that's a big deal too. Um, that all this matters. Now, the reason why there's different levels of it, like I said, is there's different levels of the pesticide, different levels of the ancient DDT from our forefathers. There's different levels of copper and they're different pathogens. So it makes up for a complicated process for medical research and medical science to ever really sift through. They don't like to go there. It's just way too much funding, way too much money to figure out the different levels of what people have in their liver, what pathogen is creating it, and what the outcome is on the body. So it's best to just say you're you're at fault. You got stupid genes. Okay? And that's pretty much what it is. And or you um or you're just, you know, it's your body attacking itself. Why not? Why not tell everybody that? I guess, you know? <laughs> so exactly, right? So um so a little bit more about how this works. Um you know, the alternative world of health, so functional and alternative world, uh, believes that it's autoimmune and the body's attacking itself. And um, even though the alternative world is smart about everything, meaning smart about everything in the sense where, hey, processed food has to go away. You know, you go on healthier diets. There's healthier vegan diets. There's healthier paleo diets where you take out all the garbage. You take out the fried foods. You take out everything else. You know, there's a, a food war actually going on out there. I did a show on it. I'm going to do another show. There's a food war. Got all the paleo people and, you know, meaning the leaders of the paleo movement and they're just, they just hate the vegans. And you get all the plant-based people, exactly the vegans and vegetarians, you got all the plant-based people and then they, they hate the paleo people. There's a big war out there. Um, and, it's not about that. You know, I, I do know that, you know, some paleo diets are helping people. They take out the processed foods. They take out the McDonald's. They take out the fast foods. They take out everything else and people start getting better, you know, and I know that there's the plant-based plant -based world where, you know, everybody's taking out everything and, and they're getting better. They're getting better. It's wherever you feel you have to go to. If you're not getting the results in one angle, and first of all, you got to give it, a, you know, a longer test pattern. You have to give it longer time and don't give up early on trying something new. Um, and, you know, and you can find your way. Um, and, but eating healthier matters no matter what. And we're going to do a lot more food talk, especially with the life-changing food book. We're going to talk about, you know, all of it. And I actually laid out in the life-changing foods book a really good chapter on what not to eat and why you shouldn't be eating it with what illnesses you have. Um, and that's a whole nother area. Now, when it comes to psoriasis and it comes to eczema, your better angle to go is actually not just no processed foods. So it's not just, Hey, keep the processed foods away, keep the fried foods away, keep the wheat away. When you're dealing with eczema and psoriasis, you want to go all the way over. You want to go more plant-based. Um, and like I said, that doesn't mean I don't like paleo diets. That doesn't mean I don't like, you know, 
whatever, eating all the different diets that are out there. It's not about what I like in the end. It's about what's right for the person, what's right for the illness. It's what's right for what's going on and what spirit says. That's what matters the most. Because if I start thinking of what I like, then that's a different story. People won't get what they need. It has to come from spirit. So when you're dealing with psoriasis and eczema, you really want to go towards a little bit more towards the plant-based angle. So if you're into a lot of animal products, you want to lower them. It doesn't mean you have to get rid of them altogether, depending on who you are and how severe it is. The reason why I say this is because in order for the, the, the liver to release copper and get the copper out and release deep pesticides that are in the liver, you got to have a little bit lower fat. So you can do just a little bit lower fat. You have to lower the fats in your diet. You know, the 28-day cleanse in the medical medium book has really helped thousands with eczema and psoriasis thousands with eczema and psoriasis because it took out the fat, the high fat, including a lot of the plant fat. And it made it so the liver can recover, release copper, release pesticides, and the pathogen can actually just start to uh, break down and have nothing to do anymore because it doesn't have any food to eat. And that's how psoriasis and eczema clears up um, in people. Um, Once it's cleared up, and you're in a great place, then you can move forward and you can, if you want to do a healthy paleo diet or, you know, a little bit more animal protein, cause that's what you like, or that's what someone told you is best. You could try different things. You can go in different directions. Um, but in this situation, it's important, different situations, different illnesses, different complications with people's health. You've got to do different things. Um, so it's, uh, it, it's that important as far as the balance of it all. And that's what we're going to, we're going to talk about a little bit more. Um, the thing is, is that with eczema and psoriasis is that there's cycles. It's cyclical. So it runs cycles. A lot of times when someone's involved, you know, they're in that eczema and psoriasis, it becomes like it starts to clear up. And then three weeks later, four weeks later, you might be one of these people that are experiencing this. It starts to then come back a little bit more, but less, and then starts to clear up, come back until finally it gets cleared up altogether. So anyone healing from it right now, realize it's going to kind of come and go a little less. It's going to be cyclical. It's going to be doing this thing until finally it goes away completely. It's something to understand on how it works. And then, you know, you get it cleaned up and you can bring back other foods. But I recommend, I'm going to go over foods now to what really works. Um, for eczema and psoriasis, wild blueberries. They clean up the liver. They bind on to copper. They're a big deal. I talk about wild blueberries all the time. Papaya, huge one, huge one for eczema and psoriasis. That's a big deal too. Um, pears, that's a big one. Silly pear. You know, those are really a big deal. Watermelon, that's also really important. Lettuce, romaine lettuce, green leaf lettuce, red leaf lettuce, butter lettuce. Lettuces are incredible for psoriasis and eczema. What this means is, is if you have, say, a healthy standard American diet, but a healthy version, you want to start, you know, minimizing anything like the grains. You want to minimize any kind of wheat. You want to minimize any kind of, you know, heavy meat. You don't want pork. If you want to do, you know, some lean meat or some like turkey or chicken or fish and, and bring it down to see how it goes along the way. You know, you don't have to go crazy or all the way if you don't want to. But if you're suffering that bad, you've been living this with this for a long time. I would do the 28-day cleanse. I would stay off of all animal products for a little while in your life and really start cleaning this out. 
And like I said, it's just, you know, for the process. And then you can go back to doing what you like or what a good practitioner recommends. Um, so spinach, big, that's a big one. Kale, that's a big one. Arugula, that's a big one. Sprouts, that's a big one. Sprouts clean the liver. They help heal the liver. That's incredible important. So avocado is actually good too. Watermelon seeds. So when you eat watermelon, you want the ones that are seeded. Watermelon seeds are incredibly important. Sweet potatoes. <clears throat> Winter squash. That's a big one too. Um, incredible for eczema psoriasis. Hemp seeds. That's another one. Burdock root. That's another one too. Avoid all grains. Avoid dairy products. Listen, I, I understand the grass-fed beef butter thing. I think it's the healthiest butter on the planet. I understand the yogurts. I get it. But we're talking about psoriasis. We're talking about eczema. We're not talking about food wars and food belief systems. Okay, so you have to understand that. So anyone out there who's like really big on something like their grass-fed butter, don't get mad at me because it doesn't mean I don't like it. It just means this is something that... You know, with the eczema psoriasis, it can't be there. If it's there, it doesn't help the eczema psoriasis go away. That's all. Um, so you want no dairy, no eggs, <laughs> eggs you don't want with eczema psoriasis. It'll keep it around forever and it'll keep the copper in the liver and it'll keep the old pesticides going all the way back in the liver. They just won't go away. Really important to understand. So um, no canola oil. You know that. No canola oil. That's got to go. And like I said before, you got to lower the animal proteins. If you need the eczema psoriasis to go away even more, you have to eliminate them for a while in your life. You could bring them back later. It's not about the belief system. It's about what's right for the moment at the time in your life. Always have to remember that. People get really upset. If I start leaning on one side or the other or whatever it is, it's not about that. It's about what's happening in your health and what's needed in that moment. If you had a kidney disease, if you had a kidney disease or if you were on dialysis, I would have you remove all animal protein because animal protein kills the kidneys when you're on dialysis. It's about what you need. And then if you're somebody and you don't, you know, and, and you can't, you know, you can't, you have so many food sensitivities and you can't eat anything and you got to live off of turkey. Absolutely. Then you live off of turkey. I'm for it until the body calms down. So I'm in there with you no matter what. It's just about what we need for what we need. And I have to express this because, um, you know, we do we do every now and then get someone say, wait a minute. Wait, what is he talking about? OK, so, you know, there's acne which I didn't cover a lot. I didn't cover at all today. I want to talk about cystic acne. The cause is strep. That's the cause. It's the bacteria strep, streptococcus. That's the bacteria that causes acne. So when people say, well, it's hormonal, it's, it's not hormonal. It's actually strep. It's just that hormones are steroids. And when they're out of sync or they're raging, whether they're out of sync or they're raging, okay, they break down the immune system and strep grows rapidly. So when we're hormonal in different ways in our life, whatever that angle may be, the streptococcus, if we have it in our system, um, proliferates. It actually grows in high abundance. And that's, uh, so when we're going through puberty or we're going through, when we're, we're going through puberty, we're having a serious metabolic change in the body. 
where actually the immune system is, is not getting stronger. It weakens for the moment, actually through puberty. It's another reason why Epstein-Barr and mono come, come so heavily handed in puberty and after because we lose all our zinc, we lose our immune system when we go through hormonal changes. Um, same thing with pregnancies. Our immune system drops during pregnancies. Acne comes. Acne comes after delivering a baby. Acne comes when we're pregnant. Acne comes when we're ovulating. Acne comes during periods and, and menstruation. It's all because these are times when the immune system ebbs and flows and drops and lowers. And the strep that's in the body raises. It's a, it's a balance that happens all the time. Cystic acne is chronic strep from your strep throat you had when you were three years old. That you didn't know that from that ear infection you had when you were five years old. And it sits in the body and it causes the cystic acne. So when you're dealing with strep, we want different supplements. You want zinc. That's a critical one when you're dealing with strep. You want um, golden seal periodically. Go to a practitioner. Talk about how you can do some golden seal periodically. Go to an herbalist. Um, you want thyme, thyme tea when you're dealing with acne. You want, um, you want lemon balm, lemon balm tea, lemon balm tinctures, alcohol free. You want lots of lemon balm and you can lower your strep. You want a little bit of maybe some, some colloidal silver, sovereign silver, actually. That's the one. Um, so silver hydrosols, the high quality ones. You want a little bit of that in your life. You want lots of vitamin C, lots and lots and lots of vitamin C. And food-wise, you, you want to work on some of these foods. You want the wild blueberries. You want lots of lettuces. You want avocado. You want to stay away from all grains, all dairy, all eggs, canola oil, soy. You want to stay away from all of that with acne. So that's really important. It's different from psoriasis and, and eczema. Psoriasis and eczema, you really have to lower the animal proteins um, to get the best results and, but acne, you don't have to lower those animal proteins, see? So it's all about what you have, just like I was saying before. Um, supplements for, for eczema and psoriasis, aloe juice, fresh aloe leaf. So you make aloe water. I talk about that on my blog. You can go check that out. The zinc, that's incredibly important. ALA, so alpha-lopaic acid. Um, B-complex, uh, MSM, that's a good one. Um, curcumin, so curcumin or curcumin, people say it different way, turmeric, turmeric, saying it in all the different ways and languages. So everybody kind of knows. And, um, those are great as well. Skull cap tincture, like nature's answer, skull cap, skull cap tincture, alcohol free is great for eczema and psoriasis. Um, Herbal teas, calendula, peppermint, rose hips, rose petals, nettle leaf, lemon balm, chamomile, burdock root, incredible for eczema and psoriasis and good for acne too. But eczema and psoriasis, it's really good. Um, you can get rid of acne. There's no question. Get rid of those foods you're supposed to get rid of. Um, keep them out of your diet for long term, a good couple of years, seriously. And, you know, get the zinc, get the different, you know, get the thyme tea going all the time, get the lemon balm, um, get, you know, a little bit of silver in your system. You just work with it and you'll see, and the golden seal, and you'll see, work with an herbalist too. And you'll, you, the acne will start coming down um, because it's about knocking down that strep and lowering that strep. I'm going to do another show on acne. Uh, I promise I will. And we're going to go into it even deeper. We're going to go thoroughly all the way from the whole thing with the oil of how the medical science, medical research just calls it basically an oil buildup. Meanwhile, they, they give out antibiotics left and right because someone must have figured out it's, it's, it's bacterial 
Think about that. How many antibiotics are offered for cystic acne? So let's just be honest once again and realize it's strep and, and not just oil, sebum oil that's just sitting up there under the skin. So uh, we're going to go into that detail. That'd be fun. We'll be kind of, we'll be kind of uh, fun with that one. And, um, but listen, I know that anybody who's suffered with eczema and psoriasis and even cystic acne, I mean, I, I realize it. I mean, it's, it's difficult. It's, it puts people through a lot. It pushes people to the edge. Um, psoriasis and eczema can get better and will get better. I've seen it happen. It happens all the time. On my Instagram page, people are actually getting rid of their psoriasis. You can take a look, surf through my Instagram, and you can find people, contact them, find out what they're doing. They're probably doing the celery juice on top of it all, the famous celery juice that, that, I've, that Spirit has offered us. And um, so you can, you can get help. There's no question. Um, so we're coming down to the end of the show. We, we're, we're, we're getting here. Look, um, if the bottom line is with like for psoriasis and eczema, just know that my heart pours out for anyone who's dealt with it or dealing with it right now. I understand. I get it. Um, I know the suffering involved. You can't sleep. You can't function half the time. I've seen this for decades with people, what they go through. I stand behind you hundred percent. We can clear it up. We can heal. We can move forward. Your body's not attacking itself. It's not how it works. Go to my website, medicalmedium.com. You can sign up for my free healing path course, my free healing path resource. I dedicated hundreds of hours to making this thing. I don't, I don't want you not using it. Oh my God, you should use this. Seriously, it's got all the functional tools. It's got 18 essential steps recorded by me. They are audios to actually walk you through the healing path. And that's the way to go. Know that I'm here for you. Know that I stand behind you 100%. Um, I give you all this good stuff on Instagram too. Check that out. Twitter, Pinterest, you name it. Everyday fruits, vegetables, information nobody knows. And uh, daily inspirations to move you forward in healing because it's all about you. It's all about you healing. I stand behind you. I'm with you on this. I know what it's like to be told, hey, you know, this is what you got going on. Meaning like I've seen it. I feel it. I feel the pain of others and the suffering. So listen, we're going to do this together. We're going to move you forward. It's not your fault. You didn't create it. You didn't make this happen. You're not a faulty person. You're not a bad person. You didn't do anything wrong. Your body can heal. And we're going to move forward together. Have compassion for yourself. Take a deep breath. Have compassion for yourself. Know that I love you. Know that I stand behind you. And we're going to do this together. Bless you. Love you. Bye-bye.